opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to Sports Roundtable. I am Bob Branco for episode 284, dated Monday, April 17th. 2023 Patriots Day here in Massachusetts. We had a day off today. Before we continue, let me introduce the panel for today's program. We have Reverend Michael Garrett. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a sunny, windy, 79 degrees Missouri City, Texas. Don Wardlow. Hi there. From another place with a lovely day. New Jersey, where it's in the 60s. Luther King. From a 67 degree in Nashville, Tennessee. And Peter Alchel should be joining us momentarily. I have no reason to believe otherwise. So whenever Peter comes in. If, he's, if he wasn't going to be here, that he wasn't going to be here. No, whenever Peter arrives, I'm sure he'll acknowledge himself. In the meantime, let me make some announcements. First of all, I want to thank those people who make it possible for Sports Roundtable to be aired and made available to the public. We have, of course, Jacqueline Sylvia from JS Web Solutions, who archives our programs on my website. That's www.brancoevents.com. Just arrow down till you get to Sports Roundtable podcasts. Click on them, and you will see most of our archived shows from latest to earliest. Thank you, I want to thank Raymond Gay, our producer and editor, for what he does for our program. Thank you, Ray. <clears throat> Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place, chat line. They post our shows on greeting door number 14. Thank you for doing that. I also want to thank the media outlets for airing us when they do. And while I'm on this topic, I would like to introduce a brand new media outlet that's going to be airing Sports Roundtable on a regular basis. Let me say hi to Snowman Multimedia Network. Brian Snow is the proprietor. I want to thank you, Brian, for agreeing to air us. We deeply appreciate it, and hopefully we'll gain some more listeners from that effort. Thank you very much. Let me also say hello to some more people. Tori, our co-host for today, thank you for helping us out. We appreciate you taking the time. Also, Rick Troiano, a faithful listener, thank you for listening. And finally, I want to thank Brad for mainstreaming Sports Roundtable, live streaming it rather, on ACB Media 5. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. What I thought we would do for the second time is allow participants from the community to raise their hands almost immediately. We don't have to wait the half hour. We've been trying this experiment. And so far, I don't think we have any issue with it. But I do want to we get a couple of... We do actually have one. Okay, oh, before yeah. you... Before you do that, let me just put a couple of topics on the table. The first topic I want to put on the table is the National Hockey League playoffs. They've already started. Hold on. No idea. No idea. We're in the middle of a show. The National Hockey League playoffs have already begun. Well, they actually get underway tonight, actually. Uh, in earnest, and so let's hope for the best as far as that goes. You can talk about your favorite teams and how you think that they will fare in the playoff process. Question, Bob. Do you, yes, Luther. Do you 
like the fact that the Bruins get the Panthers in the opening round of your old first round series, uh, which is at six thirty. Yeah. And if you if you had your druthers, who would you have rather played if you were if you were in the Bruins camp in the first round? Yes. I don't know the Islanders, maybe. Well, the Islanders get the Hurricanes, so yeah, yeah that's exactly. going to be an interesting series. I think the Florida Panthers scare me a little bit more than the Islanders, a little bit more than the Penguins, although the Penguins are out from what I understand. Oh, the Penguins are, yeah, they're out. Okay. The Penguins eliminated themselves. Right. All they had to do was win one game, and they didn't do it. I think the Bruins are going to win the series no matter what, though. I think they'll win it in six games at the most, probably five. I was kind of thinking six. I I was thinking six anyway. You guys have been so dominant, Bob. What does it matter? (laughs) Well, I know, and, but Luther asked the question, so I was And, and the thing to is, it. is like, what, what do we talk about every year when we come to the playoffs? It all comes down to matchups. Who's hot at the right time? Look at Saturday night with the NBA with the Knicks stealing a win in Cleveland. Wait. Uh, Michael, to your point, the Bruins won 15 out of their last 16. Yes, yes. I mean, they're talking about in dominance. Hot, keep in mind, everybody starts back at zero and zero. True. So you basically your record basically in the eighty two games only positions you to get that overall number one seed, the President's Cup trophy, and now let's see what you can do with it. And you start back at zero and zero. That's There's right. no points now. All of it comes as games. Absolutely. Can you Absolutely. win? Can you win four series? Can you? Well, win I've always felt games? the Bruins. I've always felt, despite all the things I've said about hockey playoffs, and I still believe that, by the way, hockey playoffs are a crapshoot. They are hard. a crapshoot. Any playoff is a crapshoot. But, but, but the Bruins have been so dominant, 65, 12, and 5. That's 130, unheard of. 135 points never happened before. Nope. I see no reason in the world why the Bruins can't win in the whole thing. I really well, don't. As you know, just because you get out of the East, it just depends on who you get in the West. And who's hot coming out of those series? And there are a lot of good teams out with the, the Orioles got the one seed, but it took the last night for them to get it. Yeah. Is, this Orleans, be, is, is, is this going to be a springboard for them? Can Vegas get back to the cup? Can the Kings get back to the cup? Oilers. I mean, the the West is like, yeah, it, 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 it's it's going to be one of those survival of the fittest in the West. Okay. I mean, there may okay. be a couple of teams in the East that might be able to. Spring a couple of upsets, but I don't know if it'll be enough to get by Boston. Maybe, I don't maybe know. Not. So, Tori, who do we have? We oh, actually have a couple of hands now. Two Let's hands. Starting with Malcolm. Malcolm, how are you? Malcolm. Hello, What's guys. Going on? Yeah. What do you have to offer have to us this evening, What's sir? Well, I, I'm going to switch to stick and ball again. Um, Fine. I have an opinion about stick and ball nowadays. It seems to become, (laughs) I'd like to use the P word, but I'm afraid uh, it wouldn't be allowed on here. So I'll use sissified. It seems like that, uh, I don't think anybody's going to ever break Hank Aaron's home run record as long as the rules are the way they are today. Even Even though Hank Aaron had a better chance of beating Babe Ruth than anybody else, but I don't think anybody will beat that or Babe Ruth's record. Um, the, oh. Last night's game, the Padres last night game, they were talking about Vu Darvish. He came in and he pitched pretty good. His first two games, he didn't do very well. And they were talking about how coming off of the World Baseball Classic, 
he needed to have some rest time or something or to uh, warm up to be able to go into it. And I'm thinking, what, what's the matter with these players nowadays? Uh, Hank Aaron, I bet he played every day, every game. And now you got players that will play five games and then go out for a game and then come in and maybe play two and go out. Pitchers can't last nine innings. Relievers can only throw three well, batters. What, what did we talk locked. about? What did we talk about last week? We talked about last week that it's manager's decision. If he, if a player feel like he, he if he feels like he needs a rest, he's going to say, "Hey, manager, you know, well, I need a rest." Malcolm, let me add to your point. Yesterday, Alex Cora, for the first time this season, oh. His starting pitcher went past the fifth inning. The first he had time no this and, and, and which pitcher was that? Garrett Whitlock. Oh, yeah. No well, wasn't, that, wasn't, that the dude, wasn't that the dude you emailed about, what was it, last week? Yeah. That hadn't he pitched, pitched seven in innings yesterday. And and everybody else pitched five or less. Well, no, and with two or three went, weeks into the season. Darvish went six. And the Braves, the Brewers pitcher, he went six also. And there was a was the, yesterday's game was a good duel pitcher duel. It was ended up Brewers one to nothing, but it was a good pitcher's duel. And they and both Car- went and, six and Cardinals and Cardinals Pirates. They had two pitchers go five and two thirds. And my Yankees for the win. My Yankees finally had Jarrett Cole go the route. He went nine innings. And a good thing because speed of Clay Holmes hasn't been doing very well out of the bullpen. Cole's four and zero oh with a one point six something That's like ridiculous. that ERA. Yeah, so take, taking him out before pitching out of his head, you know, take, I mean, taking you, him you out early is no, no sense to it. You don't see 160 ERAs anymore. Never. I mean, you hardly see that. I mean, you but, may have one, you may have 1.49 after two starts, but after about three, that ERA is up to at least three. To Malcolm's yeah. point, I I'm think he's not correct about the, the Babe Ruth record never getting broken. It's the pitcher's who are not the men they used to be. The hitters, I believe. The hitters are fine. I believe they could do it. I believe, I don't oh, know. That, oh, oh, Pete Alonzo, Aaron Judge. Oh, they right. could there's, do it. There's a couple right I now. Mean, there, there's, there, there's two right there. There's others who could have, but they're injured too much. Mike Trout and Miguel and Cabrera. Mike, and Mike Miguel Stanton. Cabrera probably could have about done Devers? It. I don't know. Um, I'm not, the jury's still out for me on him. I don't. I don't know what kind of a player he is. And Mike so, Stanton is always injured. I know he that likes he, that Giancarlo he, guard, but he's Mike Stanton, as far as I'm concerned. Same thing with Miguel Cabrera. He could have probably done it. Well, he's retiring. He this year. Mike, Miguel's retiring. Well, yeah. Um, but by the way, if he, if he, you know, if he, in the years that he was hurt, if he would have stayed healthy, he probably would have been on the track to do it. Malcolm, I have a question for you. Did you purposely say Hank Aaron because you don't think Barry Bonds deserves the record? Is that why you you said Hank Aaron has the record? No, no, not at all. I guess just because of the fact that it was. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people still think Hank Hank Aaron's still the home run king. A lot of people don't even get. He is. they don't even give Barry Bonds the benefit because he used steroids to get it. Well, that, that's why it. I was asking the question. That's, that's why a lot did of he, people claim that he's not. So, Malcolm, did you take that into consideration? Because a lot of people agree with that, Luther. <laughs> exactly. A lot of no. people do. Yeah, no, I just I just used Hank Aaron because of the other day was Hank Aaron Day and, and the oh, big uh, 715. And, no, um, I, didn't, and not, I didn't know it was no, Hank, Hank Aaron. That. Yeah. That's something yeah. baseball has to has to market better. If it was Hank Aaron I mean, Day, oh, by golly, everybody should have known it. Every year I hear it's Hank Aaron Day. Yesterday was uh, was um, Jackie, Jackie Robinson, Robinson Day. Was on Jackie Saturday. Robinson. Yeah, that yeah. I know about. Right. Everybody yeah. wore the number yeah. five. Yeah. Wore yeah, they and, and they wore it in Dodger Bowl. 
Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't discount that. I was just thinking. I didn't even remember. I just forgot all. Forgot about oh, Barry no. Bonds. I mean, sorry, it's Barry. E- it's e- it's easy. No, see, the thing is, not a lot of people even think about Bonds because right. of what he ha- what what a lot of people accuse him of what he had to do to get it. So it's not it's not the fact you didn't forget about him. It's just the fact that oh, Barry Bonds is a cheater, so we're not going to even acknowledge him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I would. So it's it. it's not it's not like we don't forget about him. It's like we already have. It's like he's a blight on the he's on he's a blight on the radar screen. He didn't right, even yeah. compute for a lot of folks. Just like Pete Rose never getting into the Hall of Fame. Oh, and you Pete know Rose, it. Once he once he signed that thing from the commission. Once he signed that, you know, his uh, eligibility rights away. When he signed that waiver from the commissioner, he was done. Oh yeah. Let, let's just call it what it was. Yeah, Pete stick. Rose basically signed his whole eligibility away. Yep, stick a fork right. in him, he's done. done. So, oh, and, and he deserved he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. That's for sure. Oh, as a player, as no, as no doubt. As a player, maybe not a player. Yes, manager and a gambler, absolutely not. Right, you got uh-huh. it. What about yeah. steroid users in the Hall of Fame? Do you think that's appropriate? That will nobody's going to happen. You, it ain't no. gonna happen, but if you're, if you're gonna do that, I think what was it? I don't know if you remember the book, um, a fair a fan's case for baseball with Bob Costas, where he I think he talked about that. I think in one of his chapters of the book, I really don't know if you should do. I, I mean, it it would be tricky, but you could probably pull it off. But it may have a big old asterisk, like a big old line through it that says should, his stats, because his stats, accomplishments, and then. That they didn't they didn't earn it. With no. steroids. You're right, they didn't. It's it's kinda like a in track if you run a, a, a nine flat hundred win ate it, <laughs> you know. Which which God. will never which will never happen. Well look at Tatis got uh further uh suspension because of the ointment he used that had steroids in it. And he knew better yep. than to use it, but yet he got pinched. He got popped. If you're not, if you're, if you're breaking the rules, then maybe there's something should be happening. Pete Rose broke the rules. He got sanctioned. He's out of the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's never going to get in because he he signed, he signed the waiver saying that he would never right. apply to reinstate yeah. for the Hall. And look at Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe competed as an athlete, as a pro yep. athlete. They took away his medals. Sure I don't did. think that was right. But they did because now you got all the athletes. Pre- now you have athletes that are playing in the Olympics as athletes and winning gold medals, even though they're pro athletes. Right on. I I agree it's with spot that. Spot on. Exactly. I would understand. Yeah. You know, if they give, come, if they come back and give Jim Thorpe back his medals. Yes. That that that's the that, that's the thing with the yeah, I, with the International Olympic Committee. You know, who is that? And the answer, at least until something changes. Sadly, no. And we do have more hands. Yes, thank you, Tori. Malcolm, thank you for your contribution. You bet. Thank you for listening. Anytime. Who's next, next? Tori? Mitchell Lee. Ah. Mitch, Mitch, how are we? Hey, hey guys. Great show as always. Thank Thank you, you. sir. I'm going to turn this topic to racing. Go ahead. What do you think about Marty Stewart? Getting added as the seventy in the seventy fifth drive seventy five driver. You mean Kyle Larson? 
Larson won the race yesterday. That was cool. Yeah, he did. Yep. Another and thing that's interesting is all of these young guys getting in the truck series. You wouldn't expect all these 15, 16-year-old guys doing it. Well, a lot, a lot of those drivers, they started out with go-karts and dirt tracks and everything else. So that's why you're seeing a lot of these young kids get into racing. You know, when Danica Patrick left NASCAR, that was the last time I listened to NASCAR. Cause well, that, that was like, what, 20, what was it, 2020, 20, 21, when she left. Oh my God. And that was, it was a very short sample size. Yeah. You, know, you know who I could root for, though, on NASCAR is because he's from Jersey, my home state, Martin Truex Jr. He was in the mix for a while until he got wiped. Yeah, he was in the mix until he got wiped out. Yep. I don't remember how he got wiped. But... I, th- I, th- I think somebody turned him because I think he was trying to pass or something, and then they got a nice little scrape, and then he just lost his, and then he just lost control of his car. Yeah, they got the greatest day in racing coming up the last Sunday in May when they have Indianapolis and Charlotte and oh. I think Monte Carlo all on the same day. I think so. Yeah. Then then there's a double header and there's a trip that's a double header Saturday night in Talladega and then a race on Sunday. I mean, is that some incredible stuff coming up there? Sure. You, I mean, I'm a <laughs> 500 fan. I'm I don't care for NASCAR, but I do like the 500 Espe- especially especially how fast they go with those oh, yeah. oh, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, at one point there was like access of 250 miles an hour maybe and faster than that thing is Ross Chastain's brother is in that truck series after that. that's interesting I think so may I make a comment about that weekend Go ahead. yes you may go right Go ahead. ahead okay there's only been I think it's been three drivers that have done both the Charlotte 500 Coke 600 and then gone and raced at the Indianapolis 500 um um Andretti, um, Tony Stewart did it once, and um, not Michael, but the other Andretti, the younger Andretti. John Andretti. Did it. I think, I think, Jimmy, I think Jimmy Johnson did it, too. I think, uh, I, think he's, I think he's done both. I don't think he ever did. He's raced in IndyCar last year and yeah. raced it for two years, and then he's back in the cup car as a co-owner with uh, Richard Petty. And part-time racing. I think, I think. it's crazy yeah. to try and do both of those races in well, the, the same well, day. The good news is, well, the good news is they're spread oh. out, though, because I think the Indy race is like at noon. So they don't do the 600 until like 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock. Well, even so you know, they, do the six, they do the 600 first, then they go to Indianapolis and do the Indy 500. No, they can't they do that to, because Indianapolis has to, no lights. Because okay. I, uh, I remember, I remember, they, I remember one year they did it, they had... The Indian at like 11 a.m. or something, and then the regular car, it's about five or six. Yeah, they fly from Indy to Charlotte, Charlotte. and they just have enough time to go from Indy to Charlotte and get dressed and in introductions and then into the cars. They could do that more often if Indianapolis would take a step back and start at 10 a.m. like they used to do. You know, seventy yeah, years. Then you're, ago. then you're then you're done by about then you're done by about one thirty two o'clock. But Indianapolis is never going to do that because they don't need to do that. They and keep that. And, and keep in mind they're they're on they're on ABC or NBC and Peacock. Yeah, they got the network to worry so about. They right? don't. So now they don't have to worry about doing that. They can still keep that race at like noon and be done still by two. So or three, but depending on how many. Back back when they ran starting at ten a.m., the cars. And I say only, they only ran about 140 
MPH compared to what they run now. Yeah, I'm talking like either 250, 275. I'm talking about the 1950s when oh, yeah. Billy Vukovic was killed. That was in 1955. That restarted right. at 10 a.m. And and it would have ended at three o'clock, except there was quite a delay. You know, when he was killed, there was a very long stretch when they ran on yellow instead of on green. Was that the last time they started at 10 a.m.? I don't know, but I know by the time I became a fan later on, they were starting at 11 and now they start more like one because the race really is over between four and four thirty. But it is amazingly fast by the standards of, you know, if you get a recording of one of the old races, you know, that it seemed to take forever by comparison. Oh, yeah, they did. You can probably you can probably find them on YouTube if you really wanted to. Oh, they're out there, and oh, I've yeah. got I've got some of them. They're, they're and and the really there. the really goofy part is in 1911, the first race at Indianapolis, the winner was 75 miles an hour, and that's really what the track was designed for is 75 and thereabouts. It wasn't designed for what we have 50, in the year 20. Two, well, 235 is about top end. 235, and even that's crazy. And that it, it's a it's a lot faster than you get on the street. <laughs> okay, so anything else? Oh, we got four four participants oh. waiting. Mitch, thank you very thank much, you. sir. Next, Joe is next. Joe from Philly. Philly. How are you, sir? What's going on, Joe? Good evening, gentlemen. Here's um, you want to talk about the contract, the new contract. That Jalen Hurts five-year, two hundred fifty-five million dollars with one hundred seventy plus million guaranteed in a no-trade clause. Yes, <laughs> yes, we have locked up our another another reason why Lamar. Well, uh, Petey wanted to talk about Lamar Jackson, so here you go. This is why another reason <laughs> Lamar Jackson needs an agent to let the business folks handle the business stuff and let you handle what you handle. You just play football. Let your let your agent handle the business stuff. I'll I'll be honest. Like with, with regards to the agent and everything, um, that this agent had something to prove. You know, she's new in the industry. Oh, she she's she knocked to, it out of the park, Kel. She's trying to grow the the clientele. She's got people coming in from the college ranks. She's trying to make a statement going forward. Well, Lamar you, is shooting right. Lamar is shooting himself. L- Lamar is shooting himself in the foot. But m- more than that, a lot of people here in Philly, you got it, fan base is pretty much pretty much split. Where there's certain people that are like, oh, you know, what do we do now? We have an expensive quarterback. And then the other people are like, great, we have this locked up for four or five years because we have about 70 percent, 60 to 70 percent of our roster is locked up for the next three or four years. Well, here's the beauty of that, though. Now, depending on what the details are and how much he's going to get paid per year, you can work around that and still keep a good team in place to maybe get back to a Super Bowl or two. Because right now you're in a good spot where you don't have to worry about, oh, do we have to go, do we have to draft a quarterback? Nope, ain't got to do that. Right. Now you can just basically draft on what you need to get to complete the team around him. 
whether it's receivers, offensive line, because you're going to have to start thinking about that offensive line at some point. Maybe Joe, another good tight end. Maybe, you Joe, know, maybe. Joe, uh, uh, Joe update me, please, for a second. You're talking about Jalen Hurts? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, and or or maybe if you're lucky, you may get a B. John Robinson out of Texas, that, that, who that's everybody's been talking that's about. The- that's the other rumor. That's like there. the or, yeah. or from what I'm also hearing is also Jalen Carter could fall to them, even though they already have Jordan Davis. But if you're if you're the Eagles, you can pretty much get whatever you want because you already had the most important spot locked up. Yeah. You don't have to worry about oh, now we got to go get a quarterback. No, you don't. So if you want to go get a back to help out, you know, Hurts, I mean, look you can at do that. Look, look at the first 10 picks or first nine picks in the draft and about uh, half of the teams that are in the first nine draft picks need quarterbacks. Speaking, speaking of the top 10, have you guys been hearing some a rumor that's been getting traction from this past weekend, maybe last week? That there's a possibility that Jack Easterby could leave the Texans, go back to the Pats, and former and the assistant GM of the 49ers, Adam Peters, could be the heir apparent as the general manager. Well, he's used to be going. You mean Nick Casario? Casario, yeah, him. Yeah. And yeah, that, which means they may not even draft a QB. Hmm. Well, the, the rumor is the rumor is that he's going to leave after the draft. That's what I. That's what I just. That's what I've heard. That's today, never. That's, that's, that's never a good thing. No. Today he said no. And go where? From what I'm hearing, back, back to the bats. Back the bats. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to bring in a GM. They already have Belichick and Kraft buying all the groceries. No. Securing all so the groceries. Maybe, maybe for him to fix that draft mess that they have, and Adam Peters could be their GM. But then, if you, if you do that, that kind that maybe kind of cancels out. Them getting a quarterback and maybe getting a guy that Namiko Ryan's wants to fit to fix that defense. Yeah, but if they if that GM, it's a bad sign if the GM is already kind of packing his bags. He's he's already fading. He's already doing Posada non grata. Yeah, and and in that case, it's like whatever that team drafts, it it, it may and not. The, be- and the new guy comes in, he may not even want him after a year. Right, and, which and is kind of weird to me. Yeah. I mean that 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 was the rumor that was getting some tracks a little bit over the like Friday maybe Thursday into Friday into the right. weekend. So the two top draft picks, the two top guys on our board right now have been two guys you guys mentioned is Carter and Robinson. Well, and- I, I'm hoping they get Carter because I, I I mean for me I feel like. Jordan Davis is going to fit in there nicely. Yeah. But they need another body to replace Javon Hargraves. And it ain't Fletcher Cox. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's not. not. No, yeah. And also, you know, fill that Fletcher Cox spot because yeah. you've got to start thinking about the future at some point. But I wanted to uh, touch base with you, Bob, with um, the NBA playoffs. Yes, uh, please. The Sixers and the Celtics are on a collision course. They are for the second and- round. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, I'm glad you brought this up. Did you, Bob, when they when they had that 30 point lead and let Atlanta get within what 13? The finals were 13 point final. Is they it won me? by 19. 
Well, I mean, at one point they were up like what thirty, and then it was nineteen, and they, they won were by up 13. by thirty. They were up by thirty at the end of the half, and I know Atlanta came back. And, and, they, and I think it was like one twelve to ninety nine. One twenty to one hundred one was the final, so that oh, so they won, didn't okay, manage so to bring it up to nineteen. They got it to nineteen, but here's what I wonder: if the Celtics keep doing this, at some point, it's going to catch up with them, right? Yeah, I, 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 I mean that, that. It depends on the matchups, but I'm thinking at some point, say not maybe not the semifinals. Maybe not the semifinals, but let's just say Milwaukee gets out of their first round with Miami because Giannis is hurt. The Grizz are in trouble in the West, but we'll get to them later. But what, what was your question, Joe? I mean, here, here's my feeling is um, to just answer what, what Luther saying, both the Sixers and the Celtics have been doing that. I mean, you had yeah. the G League team on the court for the Sixers in in the fourth quarter in game one against the Nets. For me, I'm curious, Bob, where, where do you stand as far as this collision course, you know, with the Celtics and, and the Sixers? I think it could go seven games. I would agree with you there. But I think... Well, for- let's see what happens. Is, is uh, You think Philly will get by the Nets? I um, think they should. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm still laughing... Uh, from this side of the fence that Ben Simmons is just like n- no show whatsoever. I'm, I no show I'm wondering if Ben Simmons will ever play another NBA game. I don't think at he this will. point, you know, at this point, it's I, getting I, to I that think, point I where I believe for, that for him, I, this is just me. I think once, once he had the yips at the foul line, fans were booing him and Doc Rivers basically told him to get out there and play. He ain't been right since. I I said this. He, I, don't, my... I don't. I don't think he. Ta- I don't think he takes criticism in coaching very well, and it's basically basically shot his nerves. I I think this is like a kind of Andrew Bynum, Greg Oden kind of perspective without the injury. I oh, think you're right that you are they so right. that they go into this hole and never find a way out of and it, and they can't they can't find the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. I mean, in answer we, to your question, talk- though, Joe, in answer to your question, if Philly makes it to the second round and play the Celtics, I I don't think that's a problem for the Celtics at all. They could win that series in six. But my they better problem, not let Joel Embiid drop 60. My problem is, will the Celtics collide with Milwaukee in the third round? And I think they will. And that's where the trouble's going to be. And, and, and depending on what Giannis is uh... – Injuries um, is with his Giannis, back. Giannis has a Giannis has a back injury, and that happened and last night. Even and they're it, tricky. Even they're tricky. It, it, the 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 MRI came out clean. Clean. You know, a back injury. You never know what 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 started it. So, well, that's from be what a, I've heard, he fell on the real floor touchy. last night against the Heat, and once he left, the Heat after after he left for the Bucks, the Heat went nuts. They were hitting well, everything. Bob, I, I will, you know, I will say this. The Celtics are a formidable matchup. I, I do feel like the Sixers, because Joel Embiid is is on another planet. And and I feel like when you look at, like, a guy like him, 
He's the kind of guy I, I've I've seen a couple different players in the NBA history. When they go into a playoff run, they go into a different gear. You just sit back and you watch the the fireworks. And I feel like Joel is in that lane. And for me, I, I'm not taking anything away from the seas because believe me, here in Philly, that's all we're really talking about right now. Beating the Celtics. And boy, can it beat score? He's I think he's the highest scoring center in basketball right now. Some yeah, I think I think like right in front of Nikola Jokic by like like three points, maybe four. We're like the, first and second respectively. The most valuable participant for two years in a row. Yes. Um, but uh, thanks, guys. The great but, show. Joe, but before before you thanks, go. Joe. One more question. Sure. And then Mike has if, one too. If the Sixers don't get out of the second round, because oh. I was hearing something a couple of weeks ago, like teams under the most pressure. Right. Is there a possibility that this Sixer team that you know and love right now could get blown up next year and it looks new? Where you keep a maxi, you keep it in bead. But some of the other guys, like a Harden and a few others, Harris. are out. I feel like Sorry. Blow, blown yeah. up is a strong word. I, I feel like that Doc is on, on the hot seat. I, I feel like, you know, Tobias could be gone just because of the contract and the yep. money yep. And, yep. and what that could free up because mm-hmm. that was an absurd contract. I don't believe I don't believe that Harden's leaving. I don't believe that Embiid or Maxi or any of those guys are going to be well, lost. I'm saying excluding Embiid and Maxi, the other ones right. like Tobias Harris, James Harden, guys yeah. that would guys that would want theirs. I'm not. I'm, I'm not buying into the rumor that Harden wants to go back to Houston. Why would he want to go back to the same thing he left? It just doesn't make Houston's any sense. Houston's the second worst team, and, in the and plus they don't have Mike D'Antoni. So I don't know why Harden would want to go back there. Yeah, the building goes fresh. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't see that. I do see the Toby um being gone and, and figuring out a way to maybe uh bring in other pieces to sure. uh, shooters and whatnot. Yeah. Um I see someone like a George Niang staying, uh, someone like I like George um, Niang. I liked him out of Iowa State. Yeah, I, I, I and I think he's a great player. And, and I, but I think there are some um, bottom feeders that need to be dropped off so that we can bring in more uh, talent. Yeah, Go well, ahead, Mike. Michael, you had a question for Joe, Go and ahead. then we have to move we on. Go some more specifics. No, I, I, I didn't really have a question, but let me let me comment on the Harden thing. The only <clears throat> the only reason I could see him coming back to Houston is because he's getting getting near the end of his NBA career, and he's got some business interests here. What kind? I, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to conclude what we're both referring to, but exactly. did they have anything to do with clubs and nightclubs and whatnot? Well, I thought it was a restaurant. Okay, <laughs> I, I mean, I could be wrong. I could so, be wrong. It sounds fishy to me, boys. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard different things. Well, he he he's got some business dealings in Philadelphia currently too, but um, sure. um, but well, great show, guys! Thanks for thank letting you. me. Thanks for uh, being share. a part of it, as yep. always. Thank you, Tori. Who do we have next? What do we got next? The other Mitch. Mitchy. The other Mitch. Pasadena is oh, checking there are two in. Mitch. Gee, Mitch, I thought you were the other Mitch. There are two. Mitches. No, no, There's no. A, I'm saying, D. Mitch sounds like he's got a cold, but it's not yeah, you. Really. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> What's up? I, I gotta, Go I gotta start. I gotta start by saying that analytics is killing baseball. Definitely, um, definitely. Julio Julio Urias um, got no support yesterday. He's he's got a, arguably one of the top five pitchers in baseball starters right now. And you're wasting his talent. And and he has not pitched beyond six innings in any of his four starts. And and it's ridiculous, especially given the the Dodgers bullpen is is very inconsistent. I'll but I'll, I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you a prime example of how ridiculous this has gotten. Um, and I don't remember who the pitcher was for the Cubs on Saturday. He was pitching a shutout into the fifth inning of the game against the Dodgers. Was it Justin That's one. Steele? Uh, no, Steele pitched uh, Friday. Um, Who's that other one? Oh God, I, I know who you're talking I, about. I can picture. Yeah, so so it that's the Saturday game is the one that uh, Peralta got a base hit and we walked it off. Two out, fifth inning, um, and David Ross came out and pulled the pitcher uh, because uh, they didn't want uh, he didn't want him to face uh, the the top of the lineup. Uh, the best third of the time. That's a yeah. no, no. You can't face them for the a third time. Yeah. 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 An- analytics, low. analytics is killing baseball, and I'm wondering whether there is a a front office in baseball today that has that is finally beginning to turn away from analytics. Yankees, uh, and Yankees, and, and if there is, I may root for them. Yankees. I think the Yankees. Garrett Colt went the distance. What was it Saturday? Yeah, yeah, what Don Atlanta. was talking about. Yeah, Adla- yeah, Atlanta too. Well, I, I being being that my dad was from Brooklyn, I can never root for the Yankees. But <laughs> but but it's it's really it's really uh, it's, it's really it's, horrible. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. So, but I mean, the the pitcher when Ross came and pulled him, uh, Charlie Steiner, who. Who is uh, you know he doesn't say anything negative about anybody. <laughs> he was talking about how how the pitcher was uh, showing his displeasure, <laughs> being pulled in the fifth inning, one out You're away done. from chance for a win. You're done. Well, it's like I commented at the outset, Mitch. Yesterday, the Red Sox had somebody finally the go past the fifth inning, first time this season. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think the Dodgers have had a uh, and you know we've got Dustin May going tonight and, and so we'll see what happens because the Mets are, are are hitting worse than the Dodgers from what I understand but we'll see if if they let Dustin uh, May go more than six but I, I also wanted to comment about uh, um, why the regular season is is becoming more and more meaningless uh, in the NBA. Um, you saw the Lakers score yesterday, which which was um, totally misleading because the Lakers outscored Memphis in the last three minutes, something like fifteen to nothing. It was actually a one point game uh, late into the fourth quarter, but Memphis started throwing the ball away, uh, making making stupid plays, and I'm thinking this is the second seed in the NBA West. And and this team looks like uh, a poorly a poorly run college team. Now that doesn't mean I expect the Lakers to get past Memphis or, or much. Maybe they'll get out of the first round. Um, 
because I don't trust the Lakers. They're still very inconsistent. But that showing for Memphis yesterday in front of their home fans was bad. Uh, was horrific. It was bad. Was, was that after Morant's injury? Or? No, this was yeah. Before. It was after. It was after his they, injury was midway through the fourth quarter. Yeah, he hit his hand going to the basket. And it's I, and I it's caught strange, the but, fourth quarter of it. Yeah, and I'm thinking like. So, we almost we almost lost we almost lost uh, Anthony Davis. He had a stinger just before halftime. But what was crazy about the game yesterday is is really uh, LeBron and AD were the third and fourth options, uh, and that's why I don't trust the Lakers. Uh, Rui Hashimura, who I'd never heard of before the Lakers Zaga. traded for him, he, he, I remember him. He tied. He tied a Lakers record, most points coming off the bench um, in a playoff game. He actually tied Michael Thompson, and Michael Thompson is our is our color guy. Yep. And and, and Thompson was saying, "Yeah, he can't. He, I I don't mind sharing. I'll I'll be happy to be tied with him." But Hashimura had a great game, and uh, and Austin Reeves, who yep, got, looks I like he's he becoming Reeves. a real uh, a real star, but. But uh, you know Memphis, talk about fool's gold. Memphis, um, they just—if they—if they, if yeah, they that don't, was, that if was they, dreadful. If, if they don't win Game Two Wednesday, the, the the Grizzlies could be done in five. That's how bad. That's how bad Sunday looked for the Grizzlies. They have yeah, no the, only, the they, only problem. They, they the only problem no with. Yeah, the, the only problem, as I say, my issue with the Lakers is, I think they made sixteen threes yesterday. Hit fifty three percent, but but I you you just don't know from game to game how they're gonna how their how their shooting's gonna gonna play out. You just don't. Luckily, the tip time on Wednesday is at like six thirty on Wednesday. That's yeah, it's, it, they get two days off to rest. Uh, you know, Davis and uh, and LeBron and their their old knees and ankles. So uh, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. And the other the other thing that that I find interesting is. Uh, Will the Warriors? Everybody's saying, "Oh, the Warriors are gonna, gonna, you know, surprise everybody and make it to the finals." Um, I'm not impressed with the Warriors. It's um, keep in mind what what do we always talk about? It's only one game until you. Oh, lose I understand. Four, I until, understand until that until you lose four. I don't care. They still anybody. they still can't win on the road. Keep in mind, all they got to do is win. All they got to do is win tonight and go back home for the next three. No, that's that's true. The West true. is so the West is look, so the wide West open. Is wide open. Happen, really. Look at look at the look at the Clippers going to Phoenix last night and getting a win by seven outright on Phoenix's home floor. Do you think yeah, that was do? that was a that was a crazy game? Uh, I don't know what happened to Kevin Durant, but uh, I don't know either. But if Kevin Durant's <laughs> not in there, the Clippers the, the Suns are in trouble. Yeah, it's, it's uh, this is going to be. Uh, it may gonna, be Denver's year. I don't. I don't even trust Denver to be honest with you. I mean, they'll, they'll probably get out of the first round, but after that, who knows? After that, well, we I, we know I, that somebody's got to win the West. Yeah, it's a question of who gotta, that is. That's going to be. It's so wide like open. I've said, never seen Denver has so a quiet, quiet, good record. They've been quietly winning quiet. all year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But can, but can they finally get to the conference finals and to the finals? They could. Can they? That's the question. What 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 happens though with the with the playoffs in the NBA is it becomes 
uh, a defense-oriented uh, well, game. Yeah. Because guess and what? so it has Denver has never played much defense. And that's what's going to cost them. At yeah. some point, so it, same, same thing with Sacramento. It may not, it, you know, they may lose first round. They may not lose first round. But like we talked about with, what was it? Who did we just get on talking about? The Sixers and Celtics. At some point, your mistakes are going to come back to catch up with you either in the semis, the conference finals, or on the biggest stage. They will show up at some point. You don't know when, but they're going to. And when they do, it's going to be magnified and it will hurt. Whichever whichever team plays the best defense out of the West uh, will, and, and, will probably and, and make with it. Less, and with the least mistakes possible. Absolutely. Those are the two key things. Who can well, make thank the you very much, Mitch. Absolutely. You guys take care and I'll uh, I'll be around next week, I think. Thanks for yeah. your contribution, as always. Right. Sorry. Who's, Who's up? Okay, next up is Rick. Rick. Hey, Welcome. guys. Hey, Rick guys? from Florida. Yay. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes, thank you? you very much. Uh, first of all, this is a great show. This is, this is probably <laughs> one of the best shows around. And, um, You're welcome. Thank you guys. Definitely need to uh, promote it uh, a little bit more. Have you guys have you guys seen um, the movie Air? I've heard I've heard some folks you know talk about how good it is. I was talking. It's, I was, I was talking. A... I was talking about this earlier, and I'm like, I see it, but do I really see it with everything that's going on now and invest my time in going into a movie theater knowing I could get shot? I don't. I don't yeah. know if I don't know if I want to do that. Rick, what's it yeah. about for those who don't know about it? Well, it's it's basically about about um, Air Jordans and and how the sneakers came about and yeah. um, um you know with the with the Jordans and everything with yep. um it's, it's a, yeah. It's a really good movie. Now I don't know about the accuracy so much. No, I don't. But... I know I, that. So from what I've heard, a lot of folks are saying it's right on the money about it. I mean, I, really? I wanted to actually watch it, but I'm not. You know, I wanted to actually look at it, but I'm like, do I really want to invest that time when knowing you know there's a possibility that it's a risk you take that you could get go to the movie theater and not get home because somebody because yeah. somebody wants to basically end your life because. They have evil intentions. You know, what, really? isn't that a shame? Isn't that a shame that we have to worry about things like that? Oh, it yeah. Really is. I mean, you know, I mean, really. It's crazy. Really, it's and, just, and in Louisville, Kentucky, and Alabama, on a sweet, you can, you can, oh. it's like, come on, yo. The Covenant School, yeah. it still disturbs yeah. me. You don't well, have to be a parent. You don't have to be a parent. Many... Go ahead, Rick. Yeah. How many times? I mean, I mean, how many times do we have to do this before we realize that we have to do something? And I know this is a different topic, and I'm sorry, we have to do something about these guns. I mean, look with these kids. What, what, what about the movie though? Struck your interest, Rick? You know, it. it first of all, I'm not a big basketball fan, okay, and my wife. Saw, um, 
uh, reviews on the movie. And she said, it it looks like it's going to be a really good movie. So, you know, we took a shot and we went out and and we saw it and I really did enjoy it. I, you know, I definitely enjoyed it. I'm more of a baseball, football kind of guy. But um, I I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) But yeah. I really enjoyed the movie, though. It's a good one. It's nice. a good one, and I would recommend it. Um, the other thing, real quick, um, my Mets just came off a sweep, and now we play the Dodgers, and I don't know. <laughs> did you? Did, speaking of your Mets, by the way, did you did you see your broadcast team had to switch booths? Because there's a possum in the visitors' radio booth. Yes. Living in it. How crazy in is that? The boat. That was crazy. I'm not surprised. Was, Nothing surprises like, was, me. I mean, they're playing in a dump. Now, <laughs> now, Luther, Luther, where you're from, folks eat possum. They don't run away from them. <laughs> oh, no, they shoot them. And then they cook them. And then they eat them. Yeah, now a guy like Ron Darling, a Yaley, he's not going to know what to do with a shotgun. Nope. <laughs> exactly. Especially a rookie who never got a shotgun. No, sir. He will always like. That was hand. They did oh, sweep the A's, okay. but does that even count? The A's are really a. From what I heard this morning, the A's could be had a chance to be the worst team in baseball. Just Probably about like three and something. Between the A's, the Tigers, and the Royals. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. I think the A's look yes. really bad. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you very right. much, Rick. We do have somebody else. That somebody else not base. a problem, guys. See Take care. Great show. Thank, thank you. you. Who do we have, Tori? <clears throat> Who's it, Tori? Troy. Troy. The Twins fan. Oh, I know what he's going to talk about. Go ahead. Hey, We're going to play you tomorrow, Troy. We're oh. going to play you tomorrow. <laughs> yep, and and we're going to beat you guys, too. Probably. Yep, probably a three games. We keep taking out our starting pitchers. sweep. We keep taking out our starting pitchers after five innings and destroying well, our y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all just split with the Yankees over the weekend, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, just seeing. has left the meeting alert. Well, just so you know, on uh, Saturday, the Twins had a uh, uh, starting uh, pitcher goal less than five innings for the first time all season. Wow! All right, but that that wasn't Ryan, was it, or was that Lopez? I for, I forgot. Which one uh, no, it was Tyler oh, Malley. Malley. Oh, the former Tyler Malley. Malley. Oh, of course. We're going to see Ryan on Wednesday. Tomorrow we see Sunny Gray. Oh, yep. Y'all, y'all, yep. Y'all, so, and, and and it should be a sunny day for us in Boston tomorrow. <laughs> now, well, better than game, today. That game on Friday against Johnny Brito, that was an embarrassment. Man, Brito uh, got spanked. Oh, and that was oh you mean on a Thursday? Oh, the first game of the series. Yes, you're right. Nine runs Friday. first. Yikes. Yeah, that was horrible. Mm. Yep. That, 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 Yep, and Venom at first saying we had back to back to back home runs in that game. Don't I know it, buddy? That, that was off. awful. And that guy, and he pitched so good that first time out, everybody who had 
high hopes for Johnny, but they well, flattened. Well, he got flattened like a burrito. Keep in mind, burrito. You know, you you, you have to learn how you you know he, he's he's gonna he's gonna run into challenges like that. Every young pitcher does. He'll figure it out. He may be sent down as soon as the staff gets healthier. You yeah, know, when he, pro- uh, he probably will. gets better to, um, and. Uh, uh, who else? Don Severino's um, out. Severino. Other guys out. Rodon is out, and, and God, God knows if and when he's coming back. So Brito will be back in the minors. Yeah, he'll then. he'll be back at AAA eventually. But he could he could take an awful pounding before then. And and I I know this is how you you learn. I know in year one I wasn't the announcer I became in year twelve. Well, yeah. But you know, it just you're, it's you're it's gonna, you're gonna suck for a while. It's a tough to stage, you know, I mean, to, to get beat on is Yankees. Well, yeah, stage. I mean, you're you're hoping you don't get you don't have to deal with it, but guess what? You and I, the broadcasters, Don, you know, I mean, all of us here on this show, when we all got together, we had to learn, you know, and it's not easy. Absolutely, to work as a, work as a team. I mean, there's like, oh, you're always looking to figure out where you fit in, and you know, it's not easy to fit. But as you figure it out, I mean, I think we've all figured it out from time to time. Sometimes we've had five, sometimes we've had four. Whether he'll do better in the bullpen, you know, I don't well, know. May, maybe, but I mean, if you do that, then what? Then that means you're going to be with shorter starters. Minnesota and the Angels are flip-flopping. We, uh, we're playing Minnesota now, and the Angels go to New York. They flip-flopped. Yep. And that's going to be I, fun. I think, I think, Sho- think Shoei Otani beat you guys today. Shoei Otani had a rough outing. Well, maybe the Angels bullpen. They took him out. Well, no, he 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 didn't get the win because he didn't pitch five innings. He didn't go five. Brian Bale, though, it's okay for a loser to go three or four innings, but not a winner. So that's why Brian Bale got the loss. It's too bad because Cutter Crawford for the Red Sox today pitched six and a third innings of relief. Talk about old school stuff. And he probably and he's probably got good stuff out of the pen. Wow, six and a third. I mean, of relief. That, that's probably that's probably that's probably something you see out of more. You you probably get an inning here and an inning here. I mean, pitch out of the bullpen, not from one dude. He only hey, went you three don't and two thirds. See, you don't see that much today. That's <gasps> quite it's refreshing, for him. though, Don. Wouldn't you agree? It's oh, yeah. really refreshing. Oh, it's, it's look. I I was I was listening to college baseball over the weekend. Yeah, Vandy had to go through a lot of pitchers, but boy, when they need when they needed to, they bared down on their starter. At least got through five plus. Got the win. Against South Carolina over the weekend, and both college and pro baseball are going along at a quicker pace than they did. You know, well, even though now at college it's now, not as marked a difference. Co- but college baseball, it, they're still doing the shift a little bit, but it's not as bad. But I think at some point, all the rules that you're seeing at the minor league level, at the major league level, are going to be at the college level. So oh, they yeah. can be, so well, they can get, so they can be. Mirrored to what they're going to face moving Yesterday's forward. Red Sox-Angels game, one hour and 57 minutes long. That's astonishing. That Cardinals, is uh, Cardinal, Cardinal, Cardinals, what? Cardinals-Pirates, 245. Really? So That's normal, but 157. And even... And, 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 that, a, and that was for 10 innings. And, and, and this is nuts. The Mets game where 17 Mets walked. That normally that's a five hour game that was done in three hours, 29 minutes, 17 
bases on balls. How do well, you do that? I'll, I'll put it this you way. You mean for both teams, Don? Or for no, no, for one team. Oakland 17, 17 matches. That is, that is insane. I wonder Oakland's the worst team. Yes. <laughs> but it, it, as I say, it wasn't a five-hour game like you'd uh, expect. No. I checked out. It was 329, which is average, especially if you're going to walk 17 guys. Well, I mean, can we can we can we go ahead and say thank you, Rod Manfred and MLB, for actually putting the minor league rules into play? Just this oh. once, yes. I'm normally and, and I never... thank them a lot. I really and do. By the, ne- next out. week at the minor league level, next week at the international league and all AAA, starting next week through the end of the season, you will get the you'll get the automatic ball strike system, and you'll get the automatic and you'll get the challenge system at the AAA level. Is that that'll, so? that'll start next week. The only so, thing that bothers me with modern baseball, and we do have to run, guys, in another minute. Thank you, Troy. Thank you, Troy. The, the pitch com. Yep. The pitch com. They spent so much time today fixing a mechanical problem with the pitch com. And, and it was delaying the game. And even the announcers saying, it's funny how the, the new rules shorten the game, but now we've got these long pitch delays com. because of pitch com. Well, I, 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 don't, I, don't know why. I don't know why that is, but, I mean, we've talked about it before. I mean, I, I wish I could get a few play voices that have, you know, been around this that could maybe answer this question with the pitch comp. I know at AAA, they've started using the pitch comp. Yeah. The Boomers asked Nashville to start using it. Not Anything mechanical can break down. Do you know how much trouble I have with my hearing aids? They oh, break wow. down regularly. Pro- Technology breaks down. People should Oh, I'll put it this way. It really man, man, man-made stuff breaks down. We all Gentlemen, we are out of time, unfortunately. It was a fast show. I want to thank yep. everybody, our participants. And, thank of course, uh, Don, oh. Michael, and Luther. Thank Peter, wherever <coughs> you are, I hope you're okay. I'll, I'll get in touch with you and find that out. Yep. Tori, as always, when you thank come you, by, thank thanks you. for helping right. us out. We really appreciate that. And, and go safe, everybody, with God's abundant blessings. Have a wonderful week, everybody.